Welcome to the Luminous Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at luminousanglican.com. Hey, welcome back. This is the fourth Sunday of Epiphany. I'm going to look at Matthew 5, 13 through 20. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anyone, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hid. People, do not light a lamp and put it under the bushel basket. Rather, they put it on the lampstand and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not not come to abolish but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, Not one letter, not one stroke of a letter will pass through the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is the gospel of our Lord. As I was preparing for today, I was prompted to sit with an amazing reality. This little parish of Luminous has really begun to grow in many ways, numerically, financially, communally, but most importantly, spiritually. Perhaps all those things are connected. And believe it or not, our parish covers a lot of ground. We are a a deep and mature crew. What's more, we know when to be immature and fun. Some more appropriately than others. And I know this because I experience much of it. And I truly hope that you can as well. I am learning just as much from you as I can possibly teach. I experienced the church to be this refuge 
within and beyond myself. That's James Finley. Today's gospel is a part of the Sermon on the Mount. And when we speak about God and have knowledge about God, this is theology. And as disciples of Jesus, we are a part of the activity of God in our being and in our world. Today talks of salt and light. Jesus says that the people who live these beatitudes will be the salt of the earth. It's Matthew 5, 13. Being salt isn't an excuse to be religious police or to be dogmatic or rigid. For ancient people, salt was an important preservative, seasoning, and a symbol of healing. And our world is in continual need of healing. Jesus is saying that those who live this will be a gift for the earth. The Sermon on the Mount is a set of descriptions of a liberated life for the sake of the world. If Christians, which are Jesus' self-proclaimed followers, if we live into the gospel, meaning we attempt to no longer believe in violence, hold our power loosely so to elevate the least of these. We are to be the leaven of the world, to offer light and life to those in need of healing. When we oppose our heavy dogma and worldview onto everyone, this is not being salt and light. This is spilling the salt. And my grandmother always said that spilling the salt was bad luck. <laughs> For to contemplate and have a deeply formed inner life leads us to be reflective sources. Luke's. This is Latin for one who is light. To be what we want to see in our world. Finally, Jesus says, you are the light for the world, a city built on a hilltop cannot be hidden. This is Matthew 5, 14 and 15. See, our job is to be a shining reality and let it fall wherever it may. Richard Rohr said, the best criticism of the bad 
is the practice of the better. Jesus is telling his disciples, I've given you a great truth. I want you to hold the light and the leaven in the middle of the world. I want you to be the light and the leaven in the middle of your world. As light or leaven will do its work and it will serve its purpose. James Finley also said, we meditate that we might learn to see through Christ's eyes the divine mystery of all that surrounds us. Many scholars believe that the Sermon on the Mount put fuel on the fire with the tension the religious leaders began to have with Jesus. For he was stirring the cultural Kool-Aid, taking to the least of these the good news, to the least of these, to the ordinary, and giving them the wisdom of the way. Shifting cultural influence from the most powerful to the least powerful, from the most educated to the least, from the wealthiest to the poorest. The reality is anyone who will can be salt and light for the sake of the world and the renewal of all things. In verse 17, when Jesus says he came to fulfill the law, he is meaning to embody it, to complete it. And our responsibility in the light of this embodiment is the way of love and liberation. Good news to set the captives free to help other humans who may feel unseen and unknown and unloved be in fact seen, known, and loved. God, forgive us when we use our voice and lives to ever push humans away from the light and life of Jesus because of our saltiness and rules. These commandments are given and kept through the love we have for ourselves, for our neighbors, and our God. Verse 20, For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This simply means the righteousness these scribes and Pharisees thought they had was a lesser version of what it can be. With expanded borders and reach, and possibilities. 
only by being the salt and the light bearers, Jesus is compelling his people to embody. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.